Welcome to This Will Change Your Life, the podcast hosted by Chuck Chapman, designed to help you overcome challenges and achieve personal growth. As a professional psychotherapist, life coach, and fellow traveler, Chuck shares life hacks and strategies that will not only help you get unstuck, but help you transform into the best version of yourself. Join Chuck on this journey towards positive change and self-discovery, because this will change your life. Have you ever heard these dreaded words? We need to talk. Suddenly your stomach drops and your palms get sweaty and your heart starts to race. These difficult conversations, they can be really uncomfortable, can't they? But what if I told you there's a better way? Consider a time where you had to bring up a tough topic with somebody you love. Maybe you needed to address a longstanding conflict or discuss financial issues or express feelings of dissatisfaction and hurt. Easy, right? No. That's why today I want to talk to you about a communication tool that can really help you navigate these difficult conversations in a way that moves you forward towards understanding each other. It fosters a deeper connection and creates deeper intimacy. But before we begin, I want to flag one concept that's really crucial to understand. And that one thing is this, it's that as humans, we all have basic needs. And when these needs are being met, we feel safe, important, and connected. And when the needs aren't being met, We feel hurt and scared and angry and lonely. So as people, we need to feel safe, important, and connected. We need to feel like we're being heard, understood, and that our feelings are important. So you have this need, I have this need, your partner has this need. And one of the best methods I've found for both expressing my needs and listening to my partner's needs is a communication style called Imago Dialogue. Imago Dialogue is a transformational communication technique. It provides you with a format so that you can navigate these difficult conversations without falling into the traps of arguments and misunderstandings. So let's go. Let's talk about Imago Dialogue and how you can use it in your relationship. Hey guys, I want to interrupt real quick and remind you to like and subscribe to this video and my channel because this helps the algorithm. It helps other people find the channel and it just makes things better for everybody. So it only takes a second, click it, boom, boom. Okay, back to the video. Imago Dialogue is a term that was coined by Harville Hendricks and Helen LaKelly Hunt. They wrote a book called Getting the Love You Want. It's a method of communication that fosters understanding, respect, connection, and especially these difficult conversations, the types of conversations that you tend to avoid at all costs. The term Imago Dialogue, it comes from the Latin word image, and it refers to love image. And we carry this love image from our early experiences. These are the early unconscious blueprints that affect our adult relationships. So it's based on how we perceive people in our past and particularly our caregivers. These are the unconscious blueprints that affect our adult relationships. Oftentimes we are attracted to individuals who resemble significant people from our past, particularly our caregivers. In Imago Dialogue, every conversation, there's the sender, the one who's expressing the thoughts and feelings, and the receiver, the one that's listening and responding. The dialogue itself involves three main steps. Number one is mirroring, number two is validation, and number three is empathy. Let's take a look at the first step, mirroring. In the context of Imago Dialogue, mirroring involves active listening to your partner's words, and then reflecting back to them in your own words, what you heard. The intention here is to ensure that you've correctly understood your partner's perspective. And equally important is to show your partner that they've been heard and understood. 
When you mirror, you repeat back what your partner said without adding your own interpretations, judgments, or any solutions. You start with a response like, if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is, or what I hear you saying is, this is the type of check-in with your partner you're asking, did I get this right? The technique also slows down the conversation and makes space for understanding. It reduces any chances of miscommunication or misunderstanding. It creates a safe space for communication. It does require a high level of focus and mindfulness. So as you set aside your own emotions and you respond fully to what you're hearing and understanding your partner say from their perspective, that's what you want to do. Mirroring isn't just parroting. It's not just mindlessly repeating back what you think your partner said. Instead, it's about demonstrating that understanding, respecting your partner's perspective. Even if you don't agree with their, their perspective, you're still showing your partner that you're truly present, that you're engaged in the conversation and that their feelings are important to you. So here's an example. Let's imagine a conversation between two partners, Alex and Jamie. Alex says, I felt really overwhelmed today when the kids were being loud and I was trying to finish my work. Jamie might mirror back something like, so if I heard you correctly, you're feeling overwhelmed today because the kids were loud and you were trying to finish your work. Did I get that right? Here, Jamie's just reflecting back to Alex, his feelings and experience, showing that they were listened to attentively and making sure that they felt understood. Jamie doesn't rush into giving advice or sharing their own experience or, or minimizing Alex's experience, but just mirrors back. This process can help the speaker to truly feel heard and understood, which again is vital for effective communication in strong relationships. The second step in Imago Dialogue following mirroring is called validation. Validation in the context of Imago Dialogue is the act of acknowledging your partner's feelings, regardless of whether or not you agree with them, it's just about accepting your partner's experience as their truth. And you're conveying to them that you understand them. In Imago Dialogue, this could look like saying, I can see how you would feel that way, or what you're saying makes sense to me, because it's essential here that we refrain from projecting our own opinions or feelings into the dialogue. Instead, we just want to focus entirely on the partner's perspective and their experience and acknowledging their reality. Now, validation can be challenging because, again, it requires setting aside your perspective so that you can understand and accept your partner's viewpoint. However, it's a really powerful tool for deeply empathizing and understanding within the relationship what your partner is going through. And it allows them to feel heard and understood, which again is the most important thing about relationship and our communication and our own emotional needs is that we feel safe and we'd feel safe when we feel heard and understood. And then this reduces the defensiveness. It fosters an open, safe environment, and you can have discussions. Through validating, you're letting your partner know that their feelings, again, are legitimate and that you understand within their frame of reference why they feel that way. It doesn't mean, again, that you have to agree with them but rather you're just recognizing their perspective as being valid. In other words, it makes sense to me based on everything that just happened that you would feel this way. Because if I was in your shoes, I might feel the same way. The process can really help eliminate the misunderstandings and it can ease the tension and, and deepen the connection within our relationships. When we use this effectively, validation can really transform the challenging and charged conversations into opportunities for deeper understanding and connection. 
Now, validation is so important because like I said at the beginning, we all need to feel heard and understood. And when we feel heard and understood, that makes us feel safe. And when we feel safe, then we can go deeper within the conversation and within the relationship so that we can share our needs and our wants with our partners. So let's continue on with our example of the previous scenario between Alex and Jamie with using validation. So Alex might say something like, I felt really overwhelmed today when the kids were being loud and I was trying to finish my work. So Jamie mirrors back and says, so I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, you felt overwhelmed today because the kids were loud while you were trying to get your work finished. Did I get that right? And Alex would say, yes, that's right. I felt like I couldn't concentrate and it was really frustrating. Now Jamie will validate. He says, well, I can understand why you would feel that way. Trying to work with the kids when they're being loud and they're running around can really feel overwhelming and frustrating. Here, Jamie is just validating Alex's feelings by confirming that they're understandable and that given the situation, it makes sense. It shows Jamie respecting Alex's experience and emotions, which will help Jamie feel seen, heard, and understood. And again, it fosters that sense of connection because there's a mutual respect going on between them. Validation in this way plays a significant role in the effective communication and it maintains healthy relationships. The third step following mirroring and validation in Imago Dialogue is empathy. In this context, empathy involves actively trying to imagine and understand your partner's feelings. It's difficult, but what you really have to do is put yourself aside and then put yourself in your partner's shoes and really try to grasp their emotional state and their feelings. When we're demonstrating empathy, we might say something like, I can imagine that this must be really difficult and I can imagine this is very upsetting to you or I really understand that this would make you nervous or make you feel anxious. The goal here is just to show your partner that you not only understand their words and you're validating their experience and perspective, but you're also, you can really sense and feel and acknowledge their emotional experience. Empathy does require that you set aside your own emotions and that you truly engage with your partner's feelings. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's simply about trying to understand their emotional state. It's a really powerful way to deepen your connection with your partner and show them that they're not alone in their feelings. Because there's a good chance that whatever they're experiencing, you've experienced sometimes in the past. And if you can get into that experience and those feelings, then you could really truly feel what they're feeling. And when you communicate back to them with empathy, they feel as if you feel what they're feeling. Now, I'm not going to lie. Being empathetic is super challenging, especially when the emotions are running high. It requires mindfulness, patience, and a, and a really deep sense of compassion. In fact, if emotions are running really high, it might be a good idea to take a break for like 20 minutes or so, and then come back and try to practice the Imago Dialogue. This can really diffuse the tension and calm the emotional states of everybody, and it create that feeling of safety. And it can really dial down any potential volatile conversations and make them an opportunity for growth and understanding. Through empathy, you're not just acknowledging your partner's perspective. You're really validating their emotional experience. This says, look, I'm here with you. Your feelings matter to me. You're important. So let's continue with our scenario. Alex says, I felt really overwhelmed today when the kids were being loud and I was trying to finish my work. Again, Jamie just mirrors back and he says, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you felt overwhelmed because the kids were being loud 
while you were trying to finish your work. Did I get that right? And then Alex says, yeah, that's right. I felt really like I couldn't concentrate and it was really frustrating. And so Jamie just validates and says, you know, I can understand why you'd feel that way. Trying to work while the kids are being loud and obnoxious can be really overwhelming and frustrating. I get it. Here, Jamie's just acknowledging the difficulty of the situation and just showing compassion for Alex's stressful day. It helps Alex feel emotionally supported, strengthens the emotional connection between the two of them. Now, notice Jamie didn't try to fix Alex's problem. He only validated. See, when we try to fix someone else's problem, we're telling them that we think that they did it wrong. And this is only going to put them on the defensive and not allow them to feel heard and understood. Trust me, I have learned this the hard way. I mean, times when my wife comes home from work and she's like, oh, I had this really terrible day and this happened and this happened. And I go right into problem solving and solution mode. I'm not listening to her experience. Instead, I'm just like, well, did you try this? And did you try that? And 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 she gets really frustrated with me. And I get frustrated because I don't understand. I mean, I'm just trying to help. But what she really wanted from me was to just be heard and understood. Because when we feel heard and understood, then we feel safe. And then we feel connected. And we feel like we matter to the other person. Another concept in Imago Dialogue that is really important is a metaphor called the container. It refers to the role that one person takes on during the conversation. Again, this is to ensure safety and a structured, respectful way to communicate our difficult conversations. As a container, your role is to just hold space for your thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Much like a physical container holds whatever's placed inside, the container is the one who's using the Imago dialogue steps. In essence, the container is there to provide that structure, that safety, the containment, so that the other person who is being contained can freely express themselves. In this metaphor of the container, it serves a dual purpose. First, for the person who's being the container, it reminds them of their role and their responsibility in the conversation. So it's just, again, to provide safe, supportive, non-reactive space so that the person who's contained can express themselves. Now, the person who's in the role of the contained, it reassures them that their feelings and their thoughts are going to be received respectfully and empathetically, and that they can express themselves openly. Now, the role of the container is not easy. It requires a lot of self-awareness, self-control, and the ability to set aside your own emotional needs and actions and reactions temporarily. And yet the role is so essential in maintaining the balance of the respect and the safety in the conversation. This way you can move through the conversation and everyone's needs in the end get met. So just like the physical container provides the boundaries that hold the content safely, so does the listener in this dialogue. Again, the imagery can be very helpful when you're in a charged conversation where emotions are running high and, and misunderstandings are easily occurring. Just to remind yourself like, okay, I've got to be the container. You can say, I'm the container right now. My job is just to receive and listen and I'll get my chance to express myself when the roles are reversed. So let's go back to Jamie and Alex. So Alex says to Jamie, hey, I'm really stressed out right now because of my work deadline. Now, Jamie acting as the container says, I hear you that you're feeling stressed in your work and your deadlines. I'm here to listen. Tell me more about what you're experiencing. In this scenario, Jamie is just providing that safe space. Now, Jamie doesn't interrupt. He doesn't judge. He doesn't try to fix the problem for Alex. 
He's just there to listen and encourage Alex to express her feelings more. Again, the role of the container, it rotates between the partners. So it ensures that both individuals have the opportunity to express their feelings and be heard. This process fosters mutual respect and understanding, and it can really give you a framework where you can have these conversations without feeling like you're being interrupted. And it really helps to bring the emotional content of these conversations, the ones that are difficult to have, to bring it to a place where you're not falling into the fight or flight space um, and you're just able to present things calmly. So Alex might say something to Jamie like, Jamie, I need you to act as a container and just listen without judgment. Can you do that? And then Jamie would say, yeah, I can do that. And then they go through the process of the Imago Dialogue. In conclusion, Imago Dialogue is a powerful tool that allows for deep and meaningful communication, particularly when you're faced with difficult conversations. Learning to practice Imago Dialogue might seem challenging it at the first, but it's truly worth the effort. Once you start using Imago Dialogue, you'll learn that it sort of becomes second nature in the way that you communicate with your partner. But again, it takes practice. So the next time you hear those words, we need to talk. You don't have to avoid the conflict. Just simply get out the Imago Dialogue template and you can go quickly through the conversation, move through it where everybody's needs get met. Trust me, learning Imago Dialogue will change your life. This will change your life. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Chuck and how he can help you get unstuck at chuckchapman.com. And if you just found us, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a life-changing episode. Want to help others just like you? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend or on social media. And remember, the information contained in these posts, podcasts, and social medias for general information and educational purposes only. The information on this feed is not, nor is it intended to be, therapy or psychological advice. Nothing posted should be considered as professional advice. We'll see you back here for the next episode, because this will change your life.